Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons and Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, and I'll be your dungeon master. I'm Adam Deweese, and I will be your illithid cleric, Dr. Shepard. I'm Megan Kelleher, and I will be your human monk, Ava Elkin. I'm Rob Clark, and I will be your warforged artificier, Info Fuscat. I'm Whitney Mullen, and I'll be playing Vita Nove and ASMR Bard. And I'm Patrick Collins, playing Kanan Vergas, the tiefling wild magic sorcerer. Last time on Eclipse, you were all still locked away in a gith prison on some unknown moon, and you've been here not even a full day yet. You were shown to your rooms, which was just a small cell, and uh, very shortly after, maybe only an hour or two later, you were then led deeper underground in this prison, and you came out into some very large open cave-like area that had all these glowing uh, bioluminescent like crystals. They're kind of like purplish, pinkish in color. Um, they just are giving off this bright, shining light that's kind of lighting up this entire cave. And then all around the room are also these kind of oversized uh, mushroom-like structures that are growing from the ground, some sort of fungus. And there's also a number of people who have been captured, just like all of you, that seem to be mining away at these crystals. As you were all being introduced to what your jobs will be here in the crystal mining cave, um, you were actually given some pickaxes and some sledgehammers to help mine the crystal, so you're not completely unarmed. And all of you kind of were moving around this large cave trying to get an idea of, you know, what can you do here, what kind of things can you maybe get away with, trying to figure out the situation so you can orchestrate some sort of plan. And Info came to the conclusion that these crystals are the same kind of crystals that are used to create crystal coils, um, which means that they are capable of packing a lot of energy and they're very valuable. And so you all decided to try to steal some. Info busted off a chunk off of one of these crystals. It took a few minutes. And with Ava standing guard and the rest of the group trying to form sort of a wall so that he can get away with this, Info managed to slip this crystal into the makeshift bag of holding that he had created out of some pillowcases and some sheets. And just as you slipped that away, you heard a voice behind you and you turned around and there was a literal giant, a hill giant, which was one of the guards, is standing there. And he said, Hey, what are you doing? So this large creature is looking at you. He's wearing really not a lot. He's kind of just has like a butt flap type thing going on that's just kind of covering up his private parts. Other than that, he's just this massive, like ripped muscle giant with this very large greatsword that he's carrying over his shoulder in one arm. I mean, it would take probably all of you just to lift this greatsword. And he is just glaring down, towering over the group of you. What would you like to do? Info is going to look slowly up and up and up at the hill giant and look at the giant sword and then he's going to kind of lean his head and look behind the the flap of fabric there and go hmm compensating for something aren't we uh 
We're not doing anything. You not working. You're supposed to smash big rocks. You all standing around. Ava takes her uh, pickaxe and just whacks at the cave wall as hard as possible. Just like the very picture of a perfect minor monk. See, she working. Why you no work? I was uh, admiring your sword, actually. It's very big. The sword not for you. And he, he'll reach his hand forward and prod you in the chest. His finger is like bigger than most people's like kneecap and he just pokes you right in the chest with it. Oh, good to know. Good to know. Uh, I will go back to my duties then, good sir. You all better work. I go get big boss. Is he bigger than you? He uh, points over in the distance and there's that um, space elf that was wearing the like expensive looking black armor walking that giant uh, it almost looks like a winged rat type creature it's like the closest thing's like a mix between a rat and a wolf with wings you know that thing they're maybe like 100 feet away at this point they had just walked past all of you earlier uh, he points over at him oh that little guy i thought you were the big boss i mean why wouldn't you be the big boss you should go talk to him about that or something because i mean you're much bigger than him no you work well i cut you in two He's going to just, like, turn around, and that big sword, like, whooshes over all of your heads just from him, like, turning. And it's like, you know, you can actually feel a breeze coming off of it. It's like this big, large, flat, buster blade-style sword. And uh, he's standing with his back to you, and you'll see him gazing out at some other prisoners. He goes, hey, you know put down hammer! And he starts stomping off towards, like, another group of people to go torment them. For clarification, we were wearing these, like, anti-magic collars or something handcuffs yeah you have these cuffs that they can like magnetize together and then they'll release them right now they're released but they are dampering your magic like as this guy meanders away i'd like to see if i can tuck myself into this little alcove and i would love to get these cuffs off of me okay um what are the rest of you going to do while Kanan is attempting to find a spot to hide and try to get these cuffs off are you all going to try to cover for him somehow, or are you all going to uh, just keep working to kind of keep up the appearance that you're doing something? If we see him trying to take them off, then I would, like, go try to cover for him. Do you announce it to anyone, or do you just kind of slip away, Kanan? I would like to try and whisper to the group if we're all huddled together. I'm not much good with these things on. I'm not going to be able to do anything other than just exactly what they want us to do which I'm very much opposed to. Uh, I'd like to see if I can maybe slip out of these things. What can we do to help? We can go hit a rock next to something and make it look like we're working. That would be great. I could try uh, hitting the cuffs with a pickaxe to see if I can break them off while we're near these uh, crystals. Kanan looks down at his hands and then looks at Info and the pickaxe and goes... I need my hands. You cannot miss. Uh, no promises. Well, I'm going to make my way over to the wall with the pickaxe and take a couple of swings at it and then act like I hit my foot with it and then kneel down rubbing my foot and I'm going to attempt to slip my wrists out of these things or if that doesn't work, then let Info take a swing at them while I'm down there pretending that I hurt myself. All right. First, make a stealth check to make sure no one notices, and then we'll see if you can get these cuffs off. Yes! A 20 on stealth. Okay. I'm picturing, like, Zoolander, like, when he's, he's, you know, playing a minor. Just very... (laughs) 
so while Ava's sitting there just like hammering away at um, some of this rock surface at this crystal you just manage to slip right behind and it doesn't seem as far as you know like anyone saw you it kind of seems like your plan of trying to hide like this is working but let's see if you can get your cuffs off why don't you try to do a sleight of hand check so you're trying to pull them off but with a 12 um it seems like they're pretty secure on your wrists you do remember that when they first put them on you they kind of shrunk down to size to be you know almost uncomfortably tight right around your wrists and it does not seem like you're going to be able to just kind of slip them right off that being said these are physical devices it's not like they just like summon them out of nowhere they were actual artifacts that are put on your wrist so it is possible to break them or maybe get them off somehow but yeah you're not able to just pull them off all right hey info uh you want to see if you can help me out here Oh, yeah, I've been waiting for days for this. <laughs> what is everyone else doing while Info is getting ready to force some handcuffs off with a, a mining mallet? I can inspire. I'm a bard. Yeah, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. That's really the best that I can give you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and as you say that, Info hoists that big mining hammer into the sky. What are you going to do with this? Do you have a plan? As I'm getting ready to lift it up, I pause and I kind of like look and whisper to him. You know, um, I could also try just breaking your thumbs. Isn't that what happens if you miss? Probably. <laughs> That's probably what's what might end up happening anyway. So let's let's try this first. All right. What do I have to roll to swing at his wrists? To murder my hands. Um, you're just going to make an attack. 18. So you raise this giant hammer up over your shoulder, and, and you know, you're a Warforged, so you have really powerful arms here. And just as you're about to swing, you hear, Hey! And you look just to see the giant stomping over to another group of people that he's going to harass, and then you turn quickly and you just slam that hammer down. Kanan, it hurts, but he did hit the cuffs directly and not your hands you still feel the you know the transference of energy go through it like it hurts really bad but he did not just straight up crush your knuckles with this hammer and it does seem like you see them weaken a little bit they have not come off all the way but you can see that they've been damaged they look a little malformed and um you know they're just a lot worse for wear it seems like they're going to take another hit or at least some other sort of trick Info, I'm super happy that you had your aim together on that, but it didn't seem to work. Let me try something. Can you chip off a piece of this crystal here and see if I can maybe use it with these cuffs in their weakened state? Maybe maybe the, my magic will slip through enough to get these things off? And you're also like surround. I mean, all these crystals are giant crystal coils. They are capable of holding a magical charge. Um, you don't know necessarily that they already contain magic in their raw form, but they are giving off light, and you know them to be capable of holding magic, so it is possible. Are there any, like, loose, sizable pieces on the ground next to me or something I can hold in my hand? Well, Info did steal a shard of crystal last time, so he does have one. If you want to try to break off another one, you can attempt to do that, though. Yeah, I'm just going to pick up my pickaxe and it attempt to get a nice sizable chunk off the wall. 
Yeah, go ahead and make a strength check. I rolled a 10 on my strength check. With a 10 on your strength, you swing your hammer down and it clinks right off the side of it. And you see a little fracture split into one of these crystals, but it's not really strong enough to uh, break anything off. What are the rest of you doing right now? Are you just working? Do we see... We don't see any, like, Githian key guards. We just have, like, the elven guard and the weird roost creature, whatever. There, if you look behind you, um, about 200 feet away at the entrance of the cave where you had originally come from, there are two Githian key guards standing there. On the opposite side of the cave where there was that weird, um, like, six-legged creature with the long neck that was, like, guarding all the mining equipment... There's one standing over there, and those are the only ones you've seen so far. Um, they're definitely both more than 100 feet away from you, and then there was also that space elf that was walking with the giant uh, rat-like creature, and that is, now he's a good two or 300 feet away. He's actively moving in the opposite direction. The closest, like, guard would probably be the giant, but um, he's just going, like, from group to group harassing people. She would probably go up to one of the Gith guards and in Gith Yankee be like I'm so sorry to bother you but um, exactly how long do we have to be out here because like this is exhausting they'll both look over at you um, as soon as you start kind of making your way over there they both like stop looking so relaxed and stand up straight and they kind of are you know gripping their rifles with a little bit more intention and one of them's gonna go prisoner what are you doing and when you start talking in Gith um, you can tell they'll look at each other and exchange a glance and they seem a little bit surprised and then in Gith, he'll return. What? You just got here. Your, your shift has just begun. Yes, I understand. Um, and how long exactly is it? Because we've been given no instruction. And I would like to know. In a couple hours, you'll be given a meal. And in a couple hours after that, you may return to your chambers. Right now is labor time. Perfect, thank you. And she will turn around and go back to cutting pieces of rock off. Um... She will try to pocket as many, like, small pieces as she can while she's working. And while Lita was going over and talking to those guards, um, that could have formed a a small bit of a distraction if you wanted to try something else. Kanan, when you swung your hammer the first time, it it wasn't enough to break off a whole shard. Well, I'm going to swing at least as long as it takes for me to get a piece of this. Okay, yeah, go ahead and make another strength check. All right, so with a 16, you swing the hammer and you hit the exact spot where that um, fracture had, had formed from your other hit. And sure enough, you crack it. And no one seems to look or turn around. I mean, this place is pretty loud. You can hear the sounds of mining going on throughout the entire place. So um, it draws no attention at all. And yeah, you're able to knock off uh, a large chunk of crystal. What do you plan to do with that? I'm going to kneel back down and examine this crystal and see if I can use my experience with magic items and crystals, crystal coils to see if this has any residual charge in it that may possibly bolster my own magical ability. Could I, could I make an arcana check? Yeah, you can do that. I rolled a 10. What are you trying to do exactly? Just see if you can like get any energy out of it at all? Yeah, if it has any residual charge in it or magic, because you said the, the crystals are giving off a bit of light, so that leads me to believe that maybe they have some innate magical property, and I'd like to use that, if possible, to boost a spell I want to use to try and get out of these cuffs. 
Um, can you roll 4d6 for me? 4d6. Ooh, dang. All right. You start focusing your energy um, in these broken cuffs into this broken crystal shard. And suddenly you will kind of feel like energy surging through your hands for just a moment. And there's almost like what looks kind of like a like a spark. Like when you, I don't know if you accidentally put a piece of metal in the microwave or something, like for just a second. And then there's an explosion. Everyone within 15 feet take 20 magical force damage. That crystal you were holding is dust. And the wristbands that you were wearing are no longer there. The ones that Kanan was wearing have bursted entirely. And you can immediately tell Kanan that they are no longer dampering your magic power. Everybody else, you still are bound within your own wristbands. But it does seem like through this magical explosion that Kanan created um, accidentally he was able to break the two magical bonds that were around his wrists. And, of course, you will see many sets of eyes turn towards all of you, and that big giant starts bounding across the room with these big booming footsteps. And right when that happens, we will switch over to Dr. Shepard. Dr. Shepard, you... We're trying to find this person that you accidentally communicated with named Erky Timbers. You used fairy fire to create a beacon so that he could find you. When you did that, two gith on speeder bikes saw the signal and came to attack you first. You got shot a few times and were knocked unconscious. You then woke up a couple hours later and there was this small gnome with a prosthetic metal arm that was basically telling you you know he saved your life and sorry he got here too late and you know you guys should have been more careful knowing that anyone could have seen the signal and you were just kind of outside on the ground as he helped heal you um Erky asked you a whole bunch of questions and seemed a little you know unsure of the trust you because you are an illithid and after you finally convinced Erky that you are trustworthy it turns out that you were in some sort of illusion and he turned off the illusion and you were actually strapped down on some bed inside of some sort of ship or, or some sort of building and it seems that you were in some sort of lab. He essentially apologized that you had been locked away and released your fetters and now you were just sitting in this lab with him. What would you like to do now? Yeah, I remember not liking the illusion super much and or being tied down so it's is it just me and Erky in this room yeah as far as you can tell you're just you're in a large room with a whole bunch of screens and monitors and different devices and this kind of medical table that you were strapped to i'll talk to him so do you or do you not know where my friends are and or this was it captain captain birkins it's uh captain burke yeah we've he's um I don't know exactly where they're at, but I mean, if they're in the same place as Burke, normally I can get some transmissions from him every few days. It's not very clear, but he's got to be in this area somewhere, at least within a couple of miles. I'm going to look down uh, and kind of try to gauge my wounds. Uh, So mechanically speaking, I am at 10 out of 27 HP. 
Am I still at that? I don't know how long I've been unconscious for. Yeah, you're not really sure how long it's been. You just know that it has been probably a few hours, but you're, you are healed again. I mean, you've had time to rest and everything. Well, if it's all the same to you, I suggest we get moving now. Obviously, my friends need help, and it sounds like this Captain uh, Brickley needs some help as well. Well, where are we supposed to find them at? I thought you said you didn't know where they're at. I was walking in the direction that they were in. Can you not point us in the... Which direction were we going? Well, you were wandering north when I found you. I mean, we could probably keep going that direction, but usually I can get a transmission from Burke around this time. It doesn't doesn't happen every day, but I I, I usually can try to get one around him around around 10 o'clock or so. Not really sure how he's pulling it off, but it's him all right. Why don't you ever ask him? Well, it's not exactly clear. It's kind of like when I talk to you, just spits and pieces. I think there must be far underground somewhere. Do we have to be here for the transmission? No, I, I got a communicator just like you, just the same. Okay, I guess we should start walking north with the communicator, and uh, we shall see if he will radio us in. Very well. You need anything, uh, any sort of victuals or anything before we go out here? Uh, two brain tubes, please. Yeah, we don't have that. Two... <laughs> That may come to be a problem, but we shall see. Let's set off. What do you mean it may be a problem? I, I, <laughs> I get I get hangry when I when I don't have my tubes, but we'll uh, we'll just hope we find the others quickly. All right. Well, uh, an associate of mine. She's um, she should be around here somewhere. Normally, she searches for the signals during the day, and I like to search for them at night. Try to uh, triangulate our friend here, but. She knows her way back. I guess we, we can go ahead and go if you think you're ready for it. You sure you don't want to rest a little bit? I mean, you did almost die. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of stretch out like a starfish and then stand, see how my legs are feeling, stretch my tentacles out a little bit. Yeah, I'm feeling fine. All right, well, uh, got some extra rifles over there if you if you need something. That little staff of yours, I don't, doesn't seem like it packs too much of a punch. Is there a big rifle gun I can take? <laughs> yeah, he pointed. There's like other ones on the wall where they're like these huge rifles. Yes, give me one of those, please. If you're all right, don't get hurt or anything now. And he'll like lift it up and hand it to you. And it like definitely feels heavy. Uh, now, if I if I don't carry this the whole way, it's okay if I just like leave it in the in the desert, right? I mean, if uh, I mean, it'd be best if we didn't lose it. Uh, those things aren't exactly free. We only have four of them. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I, I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. All righty. Um, I suppose we can head out then. All right, after you lead the way north. Yep, and he's going to press a button, and you'll hear the pressure release, and it'll open up and reveal the dark outside atmosphere. All right, well, we better leave this here just in, just for my when my associate gets back. Don't want to leave her stranded. We already lost one of our uh, one of our partners here, but it shouldn't be too far, and. Um, Probably be best if we continue on foot anyways. You said you had yourself a Gary. Where'd you park? Uh, whichever, wherever you found me, um, about an eight-hour walk south, I take it. All right, well, kind of sounds to me like you might have lost your ship. Can I try to radio in on Gary? Sure. I'm going to hold down my communicator and try to... Mm, Gary. This is Gary. No, I didn't lose my ship. It's okay. Dr. Shepard, how may I help you? Just, just ignore him, um, Erky. We don't have to talk to him anymore. 
Um, yeah, we can keep going. You, feel, you hear your communicator like buzzing in your pocket. It's 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 fine. Don't worry about it, Erky. He'll. It's fine. You can both start walking down the small lift and start wandering across this uh, mysterious moon. And we will go back to our prisoners. You find yourself in the midst of an endless frozen field. This would be difficult terrain for all but the most elite warriors, but you're no stranger to this punishing climate. You stand alone with nothing but your trusted silver blades and your most resplendent custom-made armor. This is it, the final encounter in a quest for gold that's brought you all over the world. You've been training your whole life for this, and you're ready. If this sounds exciting, have we got great news for you about competitive figure skating. Join us at the Ice Tea Podcast, the podcast where we spill the tea on figure skating. Whether you're a diehard fan or you just saw Yuri on Ice once and you thought it looked kind of cool, we're here to recap major events, interview your favorite skaters, break down the drama, and do the incredibly important sports journalism of rating the quality of plushies thrown out onto the ice. We may not be technical specialists, but we are comedians with a lot to say. Check us out at bit.ly slash podcast or by searching the Ice Tea Podcast wherever you get your pods. As soon as this explosion occurs, you see the giant is running towards you. At least three Gith Yankee guards are running towards you. The space elf with the big rat creature are running towards you. And then that weird six-legged furry Spider-Man. Yogi? Yeah, the Yogi is thromping his way over there. Kanan, what are you going to do the moment you realize you have some magic back? Did I get knocked prone when this explosion went off? No, you were close enough to where it kind of you like slammed up against the wall that you were kind of hiding in the little crevice of, and it you know it hurt, but it didn't like damage you or anything. The um, magical force damage did though. I have no idea. I am going. I don't. I'm like almost dead. Oh <laughs> like I have no idea what's. I'm like, wow. Um, I'm actually unconscious next to you. So. Oh, perfect. Because I only had 14 health when it blew up. Um, I am going to summon my shadow blade. Kanan will throw his fist down in anger and knowing now that he can use his magic and cast shadow blade. And then I'm going to try and charge at this gith guy and try and cut his head off. Lita, as soon as you hear that explosion coming from your friends, you see Info get knocked down to the ground. You see uh, both Ava and Kanan kind of get slammed up against some of the, the rocks that they both seem to be standing. Suddenly, there's a shadow just like forming out of Kanan's hands and this this magical blade appears. And the two Gith Yankee just run right past you. You feel them whoosh past you as they're running in his direction. Is the door behind them unlocked? It's like a cave, yeah. Oh, I fucking bolt. And we never saw her again. <laughs> Oral initiative right there. What a fucking exit. <laughs> of course, we've got a 19 from Lita. 13 from Kanan, I think. Yeah, 13 for me. And I'm unconscious, so do I even bother? Yeah, because you're going to make saves. <laughs> Three. Oh, good thing. Hey, 
Good thing, good thing you got that nat one out of the way, so it wasn't a death saving throw. Yeah. Um, that's a fifteen for Ava. All right, Lita, you go first. These two Gith Yankee run right past you. You look over your shoulder. There's the cave. You know it was like a five minute walk down here, but it's just winding steps. There's no door. It's just a straight shot. You see that Kanan is armed now with a magical blade that you've seen him use before. Info's on the ground. You don't know if he's unconscious or not, but he's down. I can't cast magic. I don't have a healing potion. I can't. Can I stabilize him with like a medicine check? Like, is that a thing that people can do? You could have to run over there and do like a melee thing. Yeah, I'd have to run over there and try to... Um, it's up to you, but, I mean, these get, these Gith have swords and rifles, and their backs are to you. They're holding their rifles with two arms, and they both have their special Gith Yankee swords attached to their hips. Lita will turn around, well, slowly, I guess, turn around and just bolt. <laughs> run the fuck away. All right, yeah. Um, there you go. So, okay, I guess you're going to do the dash action then, but why don't you just go yeah. ahead and make a stealth check, too? We'll just see how stealthy okay. you are in this moment. I think you definitely have advantage, since everyone okay. is very much turned on them. Okay. Advantage is... is that was like, that was nice. So, yeah. 21. So you turn. You see the moment. You don't know what kind of opportunities you have, but you feel like maybe, if you, you know, much like Shepard, maybe if you can get free you can maybe come up with some sort of plan to help them out and you just go you just book it lita turns and just running uphill through the cave and leaving behind your friends and this uh, crystal mining complex god i'm a terrible person Um. (laughs) all right so next we will go to ava with 15 God, well, so the Githyanki are coming towards us, and they seem like they're going to attack? Yeah, they definitely seem like they're going to attack. In fact, you see them run forward a little bit, and then, like, move their elbows like they're getting ready to aim their rifles. uh, I kind of just want to take the dodge action, because I don't... I don't want to be the first one to throw a punch for once. I feel like I'm reading the room. Like, maybe I shouldn't be the one to initiate things. So I think I'm just going to stay put and take the dodge action for now. Okay. There is that little alcove that Kanan had hidden a second ago. If you want to hide instead or take cover, that's up to you. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I will do that then. I'll take cover in that little alcove. Okay, yeah, you can get at least three-fourths cover in there, if not all the way. Why don't you go ahead and and, uh, do a stealth check then. We'll just see how well you kind of hide. Uh, 25. You just kind of duck down and I mean, like your friends probably don't even know where you went because you're just gone from anyone's view. I'm just like a, a redheaded rock at this point. Alright, and you have taken the dodge action so they will have this advantage on you if they uh, if, if they can find you and then try to attack you. Um, Alright, so we will move right along to Kanan. So behind you is the other gith and the and the Gyogi, where you had gotten all the pickaxes, there's a lot more of those weapons that direction. Um, and then coming at you are those two gith Yankee that were guarding the exit. The giant would be the next closest, uh, seems to be coming in pretty quickly. And then the space elf with the giant rat wolf thing are the furthest away, but they're all definitely coming this direction. All the prisoners that are working you notice the mining sounds have stopped. 
and they are all just gawking at this scene because there's just an explosion and the new guys are about to get annihilated as far as they can tell. Um, that's what uh, it looks like from um, the way they're all just kind of staring. So I'll use my last two sorcery points to quicken Ice Knife to cast it as a bonus action and throw that at the gif that's next to this other guy, this spider-looking creature. Okay, the, yeah, the Gyogi. And I'll see if that does anything. Uh, ten. You summon the Shadow Blade in one hand. In the other hand, you use Ice Knife, and you cast that Ice Blade to the east towards the uh, one of the three Githyanki that are pointing these rifles at you. And it just goes flying right over his shoulder. Anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, I'm going to charge at him and use my action to swing at him with the Shadow Blade. And that's a 12. All right, so you shoot that ice knife. It goes flying right over his shoulder. And as you sprint across the room, you get within melee distance and you go to stab him with this Shadow Blade. But this Gith Yankee kind of does like a sidestep and you just notice your arm drops just a little bit too low and you just know you've missed. That's the end of my turn. All right. After that, we'll move to the giant. Kanan has ran in the opposite direction that the giant is coming from. The giant is bounding forward from the south of the room with the space elf and the giant rat wolf uh, not too far behind him. The giant comes running up on where... Now, Info is just laying on the ground, and Ava is hiding in a little alcove, um, unbeknownst to this giant. You have moved about 40 feet away, and the giant is, like, looking around very confused as it sees just an explosion has occurred, and now no one is here except for the Warforge that is laying on the ground unconscious, and he's just going to go, Escape! The prisoners have escaped! And he's, like, looking around kind of, like, very confused, Ava, from where you're hiding, he's just gazed, going right over you. It does not, he's probably only like 10 feet away, but this thing is just not looking into this small little crevice where you've crouched down to hide. Um, he's just like kind of yelling, and it's only at the last moment does he actually get eyes on Kanan, who has ran to the other side, and he just kind of points and he goes, Escape! And um, that's all that the giant is going to do this turn. We go to the Gith Yankee's turn now. The Gith Yankee that is right up on you, you are much too close for him to shoot with this giant rifle effectively. And because you have run up on him so quickly, just mere seconds after this this explosion has occurred, uh, he is not exactly ready to draw his blade. So he's going to, in a panic, attempt to hit you with the butt of the gun for a nine to hit. Nine misses. So he swings this rifle and you manage to just jump back a little bit to where he doesn't hit you with it. Um, he actually drops the rifle on the ground and then pulls out his blade. With his extra attack, he's going to attempt to attack you with it. 17 to hit. That'll hit. Three damage. Rolled a natural one. I have one hit point. <laughs> so you see he pulls this blade and you're just so close. He, he can't really like pull it out of the sheath all the way. and He catches you in the stomach with the pommel of it as he's drawing it outward for only three damage, leaving you with one, just barely enough to keep you conscious. The other two Gith Yankee that have pulled their rifles, they're going to try to shoot you, but you're actually positioned a little bit kind of behind a wall and also behind this giant. So they're going to have to move forward 
in order to get better shots. And they have both stepped over Info. So now Info is laying on the ground behind them. Ava, you are directly to their right and a little bit behind them. They don't seem to be aware of your presence. And they are going to attempt to fire shots at Kanan, but with disadvantage because of just the shape of the cave. They don't, they don't have perfect shots on them, especially with this giant in the way. They're both going to try to shoot at you with disadvantage. A 16 for the first one and a 10 for the second. So only one of their shots actually hits. So two damage that catches you in the shoulder. It hit. I'm unconscious. And you fall to the ground. None of you are able to see this from where you're hiding, but the Gyogi is just going to kind of be like in a panic, like like he doesn't seem to have... It's almost like he couldn't fathom that something like this could have ever happened. And he's just scuttling back and forth, and he picks up two hammer mining hammers, one in each arm, and just starts kind of scuttling in circles, like as if he wants to hit Kanan, but then kind of realizes Kanan already dropped, and it's just a, a lot of confusion going on. Um, other than that, we go all the way back to Lita. Lita, you're running. You're booking it through this cave. The light is just fading behind you. There's only like a few torches every like 40 or 50 feet of this corridor. You hear in the background three rifle shots go off and they're just echoing into the cave. Where, what are you doing? Um, do I see anybody like outside of the cave? Because I know there's like a whole prison in here. So like, do I see anybody like heading towards the sounds or anything? Not from where you don't hear anything or see anything. The only thing you hear are the three shots echoing behind you and then like an uproar of like yells and cheers and stuff. Okay. Um, Salita's going to continue running and eventually I'm sure she will run into someone. All right. All right, Info, why don't you go ahead and give me a death saving throw? Personally, I think you should be able to add constitution to it, but that's not how the rules work. 20. Ooh. Natural 20. So you open your eyes. You're like... Not sure what's happening. You don't know how long you've been out. You kind of turn weakly to the side, and you see two rifles laying on the ground behind two Kith Yankees, who are now both brandishing swords. You see the feet of a giant, which is standing about four feet in front of you. If you look to your right, you'll see that uh, Ava is crouched down in this crevice right beside you, and you probably can't see from here uh, what is happening to Kanan. Are there any, like, really large crystals nearby us? Yeah. I mean, most of this place has really big, jagged, sharp crystals jutting out of the ground. Let's see. Would I be able to reach a really, really big one around the giant? Yeah. You could try to reach one, but they're, I mean, they're, like, attached to the ground. I don't know that you'd be able to lift them or anything. Uh, did the explosion do any damage to my cuffs? You know what? Why don't you roll a d100? We'll do a luck check. It, it was a magical fort burst of energy. Maybe it disrupted these magical enhancing cuffs. Probably not. 40. 40, yeah. Uh, no such luck. You look down, they both um, seem to be in place. But I'm just going to lay there and stare up at the sky. Info's head's going to kind of like twitch a little to the side as he's like rebooted. He's just going to go... <sighs> I got knocked down, but I got up again. Oh, damn it, my voice is different again! And that will be all I do. Ava, what are you going to do? Yeah, so I think uh, I'll just take a turn to try and get as close to him as I can while still being hidden. Uh, So I'll try and, like, do some cool, like, 
flips up the wall, um, like parkour. Okay. Make an acrobatics check to see how well you climb, and then we'll, I'll also have you make a stealth check to see how stealthily you do it. Okay, acrobatics is 13. Okay. And stealth is... <sighs> and stealth is 11. Okay, so you push yourself out of this crevice and you start clambering up on the wall and you feel like a piece of loose crystal shard kind of just like pop off the foothold that you were using and you slip and you like turn and you notice that the closest Githyanki sees you and so does the giant. Great. You can still move if you wanted. I'm still in the crevice, right? Yes. Okay, so I guess I will just... um... like 300... You're just locked in this hole. They have to come at you. Yeah, goddamn it! All right. Well, I would like to get. I would like to get to a point where I'm not cornered. So I'm. I'm gonna move. Uh, and kind of take a kind of post up next to info, and at least I will have a little bit more leeway there. Okay. Yeah. And you run over, and you you notice info's eyes are open. Okay. Good. Okay. Kanan, make a death saving throw, please. All right. Eight. It's an eight. So that's one failure. We'll move to the giant. The giant turns and just sees you trying to climb this wall, Ava, and then you slip. And as you move, the giant just goes, Escape! Pointing at you, and he pulls out that giant long sword and tries to swing it at you. Okay. The way this crevice is kind of shaped and the way he can't hit you very well, there's not a lot of room for him to swing in this area, so he's going to have disadvantage as he swings at you. With disadvantage, it's a 15. Does not hit. So this big blade goes right above your head, and you see it just chip through these crystals. Like, he must be so strong, because you know you're pretty strong, and it's been taking you a lot of effort to chip away these things. He just like, why isn't he the one doing the work? We should seize the means of production. And he just lets out a growl and rips it back out of the wall. And we will then move to the Gith Yankee. The two Gith, right when he yells, Intruder, are going to turn and see you standing there. They now both turn with their backs to... Kanan, who has been downed. And they both have already dropped their rifle, so they're both also going to try to attack you with their swords. Their swords, um, one, are a lot smaller, and two, they're much better swordsmen, so they do not have the imposed disadvantage. Three, the first one swung with a natural one, which is ridiculous. And um, I like to do this for other people, so it should count for my NPCs as well. When someone rolls a natural one, they have to roll D100 to see how badly they failed. Yeah, 19 out of 100. That's pretty bad. It's going to swing suddenly, um, you know, like in a panic, trying to kind of be the hero, knowing that the space elf, which is one of their higher ups, is coming and can see them save the day. In his excitement, he accidentally hits the giant right on the bottom of the arm because he had kind of been standing in the way when he swung. And he is going to hit the giant. (laughs) <laughs> he rolled another natural one, plus two, for three damage. So it does not cut his arm very much, but it seems to make the giant very angry. The other one had just entirely missed, so you were lucky that you did not get killed by either of these. The giant lets out a yell, and he goes, Hey! Who enemy is you? And um, he seems just dumb enough to think maybe it was on purpose. We will then go to the other Githyanki, who is standing over Kanan. This one is going to raise his rifle, and he is going to attempt to take the shot. 
There are a lot of bodies in the way, however. With this advantage, there's a 10. 10 does not hit Ava. So this rifle rings out, and you'll actually hear another scream erupt from this giant who gets shot for one damage as it just catches it right in the back of its naturally heavily armored back. Ah! And he just seems like, why are they attacking? Why is this happening? Oh, also, as that happens, you will begin to see that the space elf, along with his companion, are now uh, making their way closer to you. By next round, they will probably um, be within melee distance by the time they end their turn next round. And they are coming from the south, so they will soon be closing the gap, which is the kind of exit tunnel that Lita had taken. And the Gyogi, once again, is just kind of like scuttling around in a panic, uh, spinning those two hammers. This, this Gyogi must be pretty strong because he's able to hold these things with one arm pretty easily. It's wielding two of them. But there is absolutely no way it can get through this rather small area that's just like very compacted with the giant and the two get Yankee and Info and Ava. Um, so he is not going to do much. We will then go back too late or later are you just running when are you when do you think you would stop uh when you see someone or when you get all the way back to the top of the stairs where you know that the area is where they were keeping you captive because if you're just booking it i mean you know within like two or three minutes you're going to come up on that room they had you held in and if you keep going past that you're going to come out in that room where the other giant is keeping the other slaves that are working up top yeah i think if she could make it back to their cell she would just like run in there and like hide and if anyone questions her about it she would just start like sobbing and be like there was an explosion (laughs) it was terrifying and some bullshit like just scarred for life or whatever alright so you just keep running we're gonna go to info info it's your turn you have one HP you're still laying here you just see that this giant is completely disregarding you. In fact, he's almost stepped on you a few times. Um, you see him get stabbed and shot by some of his own men. He is kind of like moving around in a panic because he's realizing he's making it really difficult and he keeps getting hurt. There's a lot of chaos and confusion going on. Uh, I'm going to crawl over away from the giant to kind of hug the wall. Uh, and I'm going to yell to him. I'm going to be like... Dude, man, they're trying to kill you, dude. That the boss man, I think he's afraid of you. You better smash these guys. All right, why don't you make a persuasion check? Twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Dance puppet. <laughs> You're my friend, big boy. Go smash him. I'll take you stunned into space with me, buddy. Twenty's like, <laughs> yeah. I thought I was your friends. <laughs> Alright, now we go to Ava. You hear info shtick, and, and it almost seems like it's working. As long as this uh, friendly fire drama situation is happening, I think what I kind of want to do is move in such a way that I'm not going to do a stealth check. Like, I want to sort of catch the eye of the Githyanki and move kind of to the other side of the giant and see if I can, like, provoke the Githyanki to try to come at me and then duck out of the way and make them hit the giant more. <laughs> so you want to ready an action to, like, dodge yeah. the next attack with intent of <laughs> having it hit the giant? Yeah, I want to, tr- yeah, basically, like, move to wherever I feel like 
I could easily, like, scoot behind the giant, get him in the way, and yeah, ready in action to dodge whatever the next okay. attack towards me. Yeah, we'll have you, so we'll have you dodge, and the way we'll do it is we'll give them disadvantage, and if they miss, they hit the giant. Okay, perfect. Because that's how D&D works. <laughs> um, all right, so then we'll go to Kanan. Kanan, one more death save. Here we go. An 11. So you now have one success and one failure, but you're still laying there unconscious. It is now the giant's turn. He's going to look at the two gith and be like, I thought you were my friends! And he's going to backhand the one that had stabbed him, essentially. Um, He's not going to hit him with the sword or anything, but he seems pretty angry. He's in 12, so it's not even going to hit, but he, like, kind of boom, and it's just like he ends up smacking the wall with his knuckles. He's like, ah! And it's just making him more angry as he essentially just punched some extremely sharp crystal shards. And I think that is where we're going to end tonight's episode of The Clips. This is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into this story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network, so you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week, so we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose Network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.